Hi, Sophie. Hi, Sin. Hi, everyone. And welcome to the Snack Covenant, episode 269. Oh, no. It's 269. We were supposed to skip that one and save it for a better time. If only there was some way to hit record again. <laughs> Hi, Sophie. Hi, Sin. Hi, everyone. And welcome to the Snack Covenant, episode 270. And today, we're talking about Elden Ring. Oh, good. <laughs> Before we start, this is a message for anyone who may have stumbled on this by accident. Mm -hmm. There is not going to be any new information in this specific episode. No. And I'm going to leave our Elden Ring playlist below. And that playlist contains actual information and in-depth analysis. So feel free to check that out and uh, don't listen to this one. No. But <gasps> if you're an enabler or a cultist, <laughs> you've come to the right place. <laughs> Sophie. Yes, Sin. Do you know what Gamescon is? It was like a it was a tiger handheld. It wasn't very good. What? Continue. Hi, Sophie here. It's 1997 and I'm telling you to get your hand out of your pocket and connect to Gamecom. It links you to the web. Download codes and open up the action. Upload this high score to webbers around the world. Game Boy don't link the web. So get your hand out of your pocket and get Gamecom now. So yeah, the Gamecom was a late 90s handheld and it was shit. Back to the podcast. This year at Gamescom, a select group of gaming experts were shown 15 minutes of Elden Ring gameplay. Mm -hmm. And they shared their impression of the gameplay with us regular people through interviews and videos. Wow, that's nice of them. I listened to those interviews and videos. I can say, without a shadow of a doubt, uh -huh. that I'm very excited about Elden Ring now. Oh, why? Because it's basically Fallout. Is that going to be the, like the third trailer reveal? It's like a world created by Hidetaka Miyazaki and George R. R. Martin and Todd Howard. <laughs> Sophie, I'm going to tell you a little story about my gaming experience and history. <laughs> Dendi. Nothing. Fallout 3. <laughs> <laughs> it may surprise you to know <laughs> that the first time I encountered fast travel was in Fallout 3. <laughs> the first time you encountered video games seems to have been Fallout 3. It's like reborn. <laughs>
Hi, Sophie here. I was about to send a strongly worded Discord message to Sin, refusing to talk about Reborn for what must be the hundredth time. But according to the notes she sent me, the Reborn reference in this podcast actually came from me and not her, so I've been hoist by my own petard. Reborn, for those of you who missed it being explained by Varty in the Nadalia podcast, is an anime about babies who work as hitmen for the Mafia. If that sounds a little weird to you, don't be alarmed, it's exactly the same as every other shonen anime ever made. We have eight more seasons to watch, so um, back to the podcast. So whenever I hear the word fast travel, I obviously <laughs> think of all of three. That is Exhibit A in my Elton Ring's fall off analysis. You will be able to fast travel in Elden Ring. Specifically, you'll fast travel to a previously discovered checkpoint from anywhere outside the dungeons. And speaking of dungeons, or as I like to call it, Exhibit 2, Legacy Dungeons. Uh-huh. Sophie, I feel like you're not confident in my exhibits. Well, I mean, if you explained the fast travel thing to me... Mm-hmm. You said you can fast travel from anywhere on the map to a pre-discovered checkpoint. Um, I would think that sounds a lot like Dark Souls. No. If you use Homeward Bones or the Dark Sign, uh, you can fast travel. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Sen. Thank you, Sophie. As I was saying, Legacy Dungeons is Exhibit 2. Mm-hmm. And there will be six major dungeons that will be ruled by demigods. Right. From what I understand, they're basically a Soulsborne experience with fog walls and bosses and all that stuff. Because the right. rest of the world is supposed to be like open world, you know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Interestingly enough, for the dungeons, you can do things in pretty much any order, but some of the hotter dungeons are only accessible later in the game right and you know the arm bro that we see in the trailer yeah well apparently that's the guy from the very first dungeon yeah 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 and it's called Stormvale castle mm. exciting makes me think of the storm king fallout character the storm king <laughs> what does this have to do with fallout i'm glad you asked sophie so, there are six dungeons, right? Right. And dungeons are a separate, enclosed thing in the world. Uh-huh. What does Fallout have at least six of that's like a separate, enclosed thing? It has at least six and up to, I think, 112 volts. Volts! Exactly! Thank you for yeah, proving my yeah. point for me, Sophie. Yeah, yeah. I thought you were going to say that the guy made of arms is kind of like the centaurs from Fallout, because they're like a collection of body parts. <laughs> but yeah, that's a very good point. That's another one in the Fallout category. We need to keep like a board, and every time a Fallout thing... Oh my god, Sophie. Instead of having an Elden Ring bingo, we need to create a Fallout bingo that we will use for Elden Ring. Uh-huh. Will, will this be more or less useful than the Flaming Boulder? Nothing is more useful than the Flaming Poulter. <laughs> that was a good podcast. 
Oops, I'm not like this one. <laughs> oh my god. Additionally, you cannot fast travel out of a dungeon. Right. So that's that's different to Dark Souls. Yeah, and in Fallout, mm. you cannot fast travel out of a vault or a building. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Another one. I hope somebody's keeping track of all these. They're really good. <laughs> so now, Exhibit 3. Freedom. Fromm tried to give us as much freedom as possible when exploring the open world. Mm-hmm. And freedom and exploration are a very big thing in Fallout. <laughs> Why are you laughing? Are you saying they're not a big thing in Fallout? You're right, you're right. This statement that freedom and exploration is present in Fallout is not incorrect. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> you know, in Fallout 2, you can beat the game in, like, I think 15 minutes. If you just, like, go directly south of where you start. Okay. Because you have so much freedom that, like, the path through Fallout 2 is basically a gigantic U. Where, like, you start and you go to one side of the map, turn around and come back again. But if you kind of know that to begin with, if you just go due south, you get to, like, the almost end of the game. That's amazing. And the only thing that stops you is that, like, the enemies there are really strong. Ah. But if you, like, if you're, like, a stealth build, mm -hmm. you can just stealth through it and you can finish the game really quickly. But then you miss out on the experience. Don't you hate Fallout 2 because there's too much clicking? Hi, Sophie here. If you're new to the channel, you'll be surprised to learn that Sin hates clickbait. Yes, I know. The person who made a video called Elden Ring is Fallout 3 doesn't like clickbait. Well, I'll have to stop you there. By clickbait, Sin actually means a mouse-driven interface. Unfortunately for a Fallout fanatic like Sin, this renders the first two installments of her favorite series completely unplayable. Also, if you are new, um, the other Elden Ring things on this channel are much, much better than this. Even the ones where we're just making stuff up because we didn't know anything, uh, we put effort into making it up. Um, like, we, we did drawings and everything, although for, I just realized that when we were making up Elden Ring facts, Sin just took them from Fallout. Back to the podcast, which I'm assured by Sin is actually just the lead into another much better podcast that we recorded later. So you probably have time to, like, go make a coffee or something and come back in time for that. Let's move on to Exhibit 4, Encounters. So there are different kind of encounters you have in Elden Ring. Some are aggressive and some are more passive. An example of an aggressive encounter would be there are enemies around a campfire and a dragon appears and takes everyone out and that starts a boss fight. And an example of a passive encounter would be you stumble upon people pulling a carriage and you can choose whether or not to engage in that encounter. Right. And apparently, a lot of the encounters are optional. Are you telling me that does not sound like Fallout 3 to you? Did Fallout 3 have the Outdoorsman skill? Because I remember, like, Fallout 2, there was a skill called Outdoorsman. And if you leveled it up, um, 
if you got an encounter on the map, you would actually have like a yes no option. Whether you wanted to see it or say like, you encounter like six raiders, do you want to do it? Yes, no. No, it doesn't have that in Fallout 3. I think what we're learning is Elden Ring is Fallout 2. <laughs> and it'll have an entirely mouse-driven interface and you'll hate it. <laughs> Fallout 3 has much more clicking, like I watched you play it. You just click, 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 click on everything. Thank you, Sophie. Exhibit 5, the Spirit Steed. You can summon your Spirit Steed almost anywhere, and you can use special jump pads to leap over cliffs. Right. In Fallout 3, it's even better. What you can do is you can repeatedly press the jump button to try to like jump your way up yeah, a cliff. Yeah, and yeah. it looks like it's not going to work, and it looks like it's not meant to work, but it works. It probably isn't meant to work. <laughs> So, I mean, there's a similarity there. You can get over cliffs. Surely the, the car in Fallout 2 is steed. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to say the steed is like your power armor in 4. What power armor in 4? You know how you, like, you have the power armor and you can like... Oh, 70... I don't play them. <laughs> Which is the one where you get the power armor like really early and you can like upgrade it. Sophie, you know that I haven't played Fallout in a while, because if I start, I can't stop. So I need to make sure that all the chores are done, that all the podcasts are edited, that everything is good and finished before I start playing Fallout. So instead of playing Fallout, we're recording about Fallout. <laughs> so now we're moving on to the final exhibit. Exhibit 6. Shanalotalot is apparently called Malina. Uh-huh. Do you know what Malina means in Russian? Fallout? <laughs> no! It means raspberry. And could you please read out loud the title of the video I sent you on Discord? 3D printed Pip-Boy 3000 Mark IV with raspberry pie. Will Elden Ring have a toaster voiced by Jace Hall? Sophie, do the outro! That was episode 270. Elden Ring is Fallout. Um, Sin's reaction to 15 minutes of gameplay she hasn't seen. <laughs> Thank you, Sophie! Thank you, Sin. And thank you, everyone, for listening. No one listened to this. <laughs> this is terrible. And see y'all next time. <laughs> Bye. Bye.